Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm your host, Ruben De La Fuente. Now, characteristics are funny. There are so many characteristics that make up a person's character. They define interest and behavior and humor. Everybody has different characteristics, whether that's having sass, timacy, confidence, or the lack of interest in anything. I mean, people would define my characteristics as funny or shy, kind, I don't know. <laughs> I, or they could see the lack of confidence. They could see timacy or standoffish. People thought Christopher McCandless was intelligible, determined, kind, and independent. Others saw him as unintelligent, naive, stubborn, or apathetic, especially towards his parents. However, I think he was an adventurer. He just had a mind too naive that flew him too close to the sun. For example, his Datsun washing away in the digital wash. He had no proper equipment for the Alaskan bush, and he didn't have the intelligence of survival and hunting game. I mean, by one example, in Chapter 4 of Into the Wild, McCandless goes to the Lake Mead, and he camps in the Dutcher to wash. When the flash flood happened, his car got all messed up, and he wasn't able to drive it. As it states in Chapter 4, page 28, McCandless was camping at the edge of the wash, a couple of feet higher than the main channel. So when the bore of brown water came rushing down from the high country, he had just enough time to gather his belongings and save them from being swept away. There was no way to move the car, however, and... As the only route of egress was now a foaming, full-blown river, as it turns out, the flash flood didn't have enough power to carry away the vehicle or do even do any lasting damage. But it did get the engine wet, so wet that when McCandless tried to start the car soon thereafter, the engine went to catch. In his impatience, he drained the battery. Like, how does somebody let that happen to their car? I'm sorry, but... I mean, some people could say he didn't know that it was going to rain that day, so he could have prepared, but as soon as it starts raining, wouldn't you think to make sure you would move your car from that type of place? Or to have set up your camp a little further back? I don't know. I just I just saw that as naive. I don't know. Another instance is when he finally goes to Alaska. When he hitchhikes with Galeon, Galeon can spot McCandless that he doesn't possess the necessary materials to survive in the Alaskan bush. He states that he has no food except for a 10-pound bag of rice. His hiking boots are not waterproof, and his rifle is too small for the large game that he will have to kill in order to survive. Other essentials that McCandless lacks include an axe, snowshoes, and a compass. This shows that he had a naive mind about wildlife or that he didn't really think about the differences between game, about hunting game in the different states. Alaska is more up north. It's more cold, winter, different animals even. Galen, who's a local in Alaska and knows about the Alaskan bush, and the necessary equipment to survive in it. He knew that what Christopher had was not going to be beneficial to help him when he went into the bush. And that's another point that proves his lack of intelligence when it comes to that specific topic.
And the last point I'm bringing up is his lack of survival intelligence in his hunting game. Christopher never had the proper knowledge of hunting, but surely over time he was getting better at hunting smaller animals. However, in specific example of him hunting the moose, he had no clue how to properly preserve its remains for later consumption. In chapter 16, on page 166, Krakauer states, Although McCandless was enough of a realist to know that hunting was an avoidable component of living off the land, he had always been ambivalent about killing animals. The, that ambivalence turned into remorse soon after he shot the moose. It was relatively small, when perhaps six or seven hundred pounds, but it nevertheless amounted to a huge quantity of meat. He also says, McCandless spent six days toiling to preserve what he had killed before it spoiled. He butchered the carcass under a thick cloud of flies and mosquitoes, boiled the organs into a stew, and then laboriously excavated a burrow in the face of the rocky stream bank directly below the bus, in which he tried to cure by smoking the immense slabs of purple flesh. Alaskan hunters know that the easiest way to preserve meal in the bush is to slice it into thin strips and then air dry it on a makeshift rack. But McCandless and his naivet relied on the advice of hunters he consulted in South Dakota. It's obvious that the hunting game and the hunting style are very different in different states. He merely relied on the advice that he got in South Dakota rather than to think to see if the Alaskan hunting is the same or different. Regardless of his insolence, he was just trying to live out his life in the best and happiest way he wanted. At the end of the book, when he wants to leave but he can't because of the river, it shows that he was still conscious of the outside world. He wanted to rejoin civilization, which I think was a good idea for him considering what happened when his car was ruined. He didn't have the proper equipment in the Alaska bush and the lack of survival intelligence and hunting game. When he, he was a wild lone wolf that just wasn't meant to be in the wild. In the end, he says it himself. I mean, he says happiness, happiness only real when shared. And I think, I think he knew that he was an outdoorsy guy, just not, maybe he thought he didn't prepare well enough for the true reality of wild, of the wildlife. He could have he could have avoided it. He could have there's so many things he could have done to stay alive, but ultimately he just died. But you know, he died in a he died where he wanted to be, I guess. And the message he left, he was content. And I think that's all that really matters. <laughs> well, I don't know, but that's the end of my podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. My name is Ruben De La Fuente. I hope you all have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you guys later.